get distracted as I was reading some of these tags that I was like, what? <laughs> just started clapping. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> Laying down a beat. <laughs> Laying down a beat for these sick ABBA songs. Take a chance on me. Oh. <laughs> that one actually kind of, it has a something. I don't know if it's a beat. Don't go wasting your emotions. That also was never a beat. Hey, all your love on me. Clap to anything. It doesn't make it upbeat. <laughs> Like it is, but it's not. I'm trying to think if there's any When you're all alone and the pretty girls have got to take on me, take a chance on me. I'll do my very best today. Yep, that's it. That's the one with the beat. Mia, here I go again. Welcome to Fine Bearings. I'm Grace. I'm Claire. And this week we are not doing like this. Thank God. <laughs> Just, I wish I could start singing like this, but none of it is peppy enough to bring us into our real. No. Our real one. Bread. What? <laughs> Do you hear that? No. <laughs> we're not talking about like this today, though. We're talking about something even easier to get to behind. Excellent. Mamma Mia! Yes, something with zero politics. Right. <laughs> so, yes, on my quest of Mamma Mia. So I, first I tried to check in the Mamma Mia tag, and that one was, like, not quite as fruitful as Mamma Mia, the tag. Searching for it brought up a lot of fix named Mamma Mia that had mm. nothing to do with... that's also just a phrase. <laughs> yes. Mamma Mia! And so oh, there was no. a lot of titles. That, and so then um, I started Not looking... The so then I started looking into Mamma Mia references mm. and the, okay. the most fruitful one was like references to ABBA. Okay. I think I found this one while I was looking at Mamma Mia references. And then those fix, again, primarily a lot of the Mamma Mia fix are... Uh, characters from other fandoms in a Mamma Mia situation. Who's my dad? Yes. The, uh, <laughs> the rest of the like ABBA references were kind of like song fix where like, mm. um, where like a plot is happening, but then they kind of splice in the lyrics. But I was still like, this is not the heart. The heart is the joy of Mamma Mia. Yeah, I was like, let us break the into. The tone s- is really what holds it together. Right. I was like, let's it falls apart in any other context. All right. I was like, I need something silly. So the uh, fix I've brought you today is Take a Chance on Me, Witcher. <laughs> and uh, we've had one Witcher fic over on our Steam what? and Cream. Wait, how? <laughs> Continue, please. So, I need more. Let me, so first... Yeah. Great. Well, let us let me scroll back first. I have continue- since the since the Patreon yes. Witcher episode watched three episodes of the Witcher. Okay, so because when we so do- I know some things. Yes, and so this is a Witcher fic, and uh, it's kind of almost on trend of our season four of like I've seen the Witcher several times. I've but seen you've, it a little third of bit. It. You've seen part of it. How many seasons is it out? Too? One. Oh, okay. So I've One. seen like half of it. Almost. Yes, it's the, they're gonna have two, but the the panna cotta has delayed things. Of course. So our fic today is called "Take a Chance of Me, Witcher." by Merlin of the Shire. Um, I did get in touch with this uh, writer. They go by she, her, they. Uh, So I asked them what their inspiration for this fic was. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like (laughs) who could be filling what roles. Okay, first, the ship pairing is just like in our steam and cream. Mm -hmm. It is the Witcher and Yakier. Of course. The Dandelion. That's his name. Okay, Um, okay, okay. Are they, is uh, is Geralt one of the dads? 
Or is it not anything? Geralt else? is the Witcher. No, I know, but is is the Witcher one of the dads? Yeah, yes. Is he the gay dad? No, no, no. Uh, yes, yes, he's one of the. He's one of. Okay, he's taking the part of one of. He's taking the part of the Swede. I don't know how much inspiration we're taking. Oh, you'll see. Yeah. It's you will see. Great. <laughs> there might be singing. Continue with the. Uh, um. So oh, I mean, well, okay, yeah, because mm-hmm. the the bard. Mm-hmm. This is gonna fit seamlessly. It would honestly be funnier if the musical numbers in Mamma Mia were like a little bit better interspliced, because half of them are like. <laughs> I'm gonna get into Broadway information. So. <laughs> As I was explaining to Claire before we were recording, there's uh, jukebox musicals, which are like yeah. uh, musicals in which the songs already exist and they put them into the format of a show, which yeah. is what Mamma Mia is. And like recently, uh, there's been more like Rock of Ages and like yeah. uh, there's a Green Day one that I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. I can't remember the name of it. Okay, um, but then also there's a uh, when the characters in the musical are singing songs because they're singers or because, or it's a musical in which the music is happening as part of like the dialogue and the plot development. Yes, yes, yes. Which like most musicals are like, the characters would not be like, I just broke into song. But yes. Mamma Mia is weird because it's both. Yes, <laughs> yes. Gender, like Glee yes. is like, oh, we are in a Glee club and I'm singing to help portray my emotions, but I am singing and everyone yes. knows that. Yes. And this is both. And that I think that's why Mamma Mia is weird. And Mamma Mia is more like, I'm having a monologue that the audience is seeing as singing. But also some of us are singing. Yes. Donna and the Dynamos. You're so hot. Teasing me. Yes. Or uh, what's the... Uh, no, that one. That one's Feelings. That one's a feeling song. But mm-hmm. then there's... um, They sing Dancing Queen and that's just a yes, song. Yes, that's them Donna just the singing. Sing. Yep, yep, yep. What was the actual <laughs> premise for this thing? I'm sorry. Anyway, so Merlin of the Shire uh, had just written this as a shit post and didn't really expect anyone <laughs> to like actually read it. I'm in. And so <laughs> like their inspiration was... Uh, she was watching the scene from the song Mamma Mia and thought Yakier would totally do this. Geralt was the natural victim. Wait, which part? I'm not going to spoil it. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, you'll find out. A scene. It's a scene. Geralt was the natural victim, and Yakier already lives in musicals, so naturally the fic was born. And uh, they didn't. They just wanted to promote that if you want to follow them, follow them on their AO3 account, Merlin of the Shire. And they also have a fan vid crack video channel under Earth's Ends of the Earth videos. Which I will take in the notes as well. I want to watch it. So. (laughs) uh, Anyway. So. (laughs) What are we drinking? (laughs) What I have brought you today is a little number called Sex on the Greek. Oh my god. (laughs) And so it's. So it's a sex on the beach with a Greek yogurt. (laughs) uh, No. So a sex on the Greek is one ounce ozo, except I don't. Oizel, but I don't. We didn't have that, and so the internet told me you could sub. Um, it's a kind of a licorice-ish liqueur, mm, mm-hmm. and so the internet told me that you could sub it with um, star of anise infused in vodka. Excellent. So that's what we have. Ooh, interesting. With half an ounce of amaretto, half an ounce lemon juice. Mm. One one ounce cream of coconut and two ounces orange juice. Like it so, looks like it should be good, but it's giving me like a kind of a like a tropical, uh, not necessarily like a pina colada because it's way yes, too creamy. It's but a, like something like that. Yes, is that I think it's supposed to be kind of tropical. So this is kind of Greek Isles. Uh, sex on the Greek, yeah, I guess se- I sex I on the have beach. I don't a lot of Greek knowledge, so I don't, I don't either. Like a Greek no, cocktail would right? Is it when I googled I Greek? Or, yeah, ouzo. Ouzo. Ouzo is a food. It's a it's, <laughs> it's, it's a, a pasta. Rice. It's a pasta. Rice. I don't know if it's Greek. So O U Z O. That's Ooh. a Greek liqueur. This has an interesting smell. That's the amaretto with coconut. You're oh, smelling. you're right. That's what, um, um, that's my almond thing. Mm-hmm. Almonds just trip up my nose. Mm. I like it. 
like sour and creamy and I don't I think if it, you think of the the sour part <laughs> is the orange juice. If you think of it like pineapple, it's orange. Think pina colada when you drink it. I think it's just like it's a lot. It's almond and licorice and orange. Yeah, and I have cream. It's blending enough in my my, my mouth that I I'm into it. I'm gonna try and get used to it because it's not actual cream, so no, I can drink this. It's coconut. I'm not poisoning you this time. Thank you. To me, it tastes like lemon curd. Mm. Like a lemon curd tart. I think I don't like lemon curd either. Which is probably why. <laughs> mm. I'm, okay. into, I'm into it. I don't dislike it, but my brain is confused. It's like, it's a fun tropical drink. <laughs> anyway, let's just dive in. It's that one scene from Mamma Mia. <laughs> Unhelpful. There's so many. I, I don't want to ruin it for you. Every scene is that one scene from Mia. You can say that about anything. It's that's a, going it does on. say more things, but um, oh, and I think some of the no, we'll pop it. You'll see. It's that I think one of the funny tags is I wrote this instead of sleeping. I'm gonna assume that this is the take a chance on me scene in which of they're on a boat is. and Rosie's just chasing around Bill. Of course, of course. <laughs> what else could it be? That sounds like a thing that would happen. Bill is kind of like uh, not really Witcher esque, but like no. that's the closest translation. Yeah, he's the closest. Is like grunt. He's the most grunty of the three yes. choices of men. Right. All right. Here we go. Yakier knew Geralt hated any form of celebration, particularly weddings or engagements, especially after the last time. Which is why he was so surprised to see him see him at one at all. Maybe he owed the groom. He himself is here to entertain, obviously. Hell, even Yennefer is fucking here. She seems decidedly not anywhere near the Witcher. Geralt, ever brooding, is sitting beside him and driving him absolutely insane. He'd seen Geralt a couple times since their little fallout, once by accident in a tavern, the other a little less accidentally. The Witcher had explicitly apologized for his words per se. hadn't explicitly apologized for his words per se, but he seemed to be trying in his own way. Unfortunately, this meant he resorted to hmm hmm ming <laughs> like mm. so they're gonna spit <laughs> yeah they're having a lover's quarrel <laughs> a lot more in his place of his usual ins- insults it was all the man seemed able to manage he's just beginning to give up on a potential conversation <laughs> when Geralt inclines his head towards him the groom having just finished his speech i think i've realized this isn't for me he says i'm a witcher a lone wolf and then weddings <laughs> Like any, yes, just any the concept group of, of love. The idea, <laughs> the idea of celebrating love. There are more than four people in this room. I disagree. <laughs> the Witcher is an introvert. I need Ron Swanson as the Witcher because that seems really on par. <laughs> Honestly, that's the most Witcher. And like fan Leslie cast. Nope is uh, is yakier, but not in a sexy way. <laughs> just in, like get me to do stuff. Kind just of like way. in an earnest way, in a very platonic way. <laughs> Just a earnest platonic. Come on, Ron. Come and do stuff. (laughs) Come on, Ron. We gotta go save the villagers. Come to this wedding with me. He's like, for fun. No. I don't want to. And then Yakir thinks something quite simple. Fuck it. (laughs) He leans into Geralt a little, almost hesitating. Almost. Well, if you change your mind. (laughs) (laughs) I was right. Geralt looks at him. Are they on a boat? (laughs) No, they're in like a hall. Fuck. Geralt looks at him, probably for the first time the whole night. I'm the first in line. <laughs> he half sings, shuffling closer. Geralt narrows his eyes. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Undiscouraged, Yakir nudges the man's shoulder with a half smile. I'm still free. <laughs> Geralt gets up abruptly, almost knocking the chair over. <laughs> I've had enough of parties. <laughs> Yakir follows him down the aisle, now fully determined. 
Well, if you need me, I'll be right. He says, almost committed to sit. If you need me, well, if you need me, he says, almost committed to singing. I'll be around. I don't think that's, I think there's lines between those words. Probably. It's confusing. Yeah, I was like, I can't quite get the tune. But oh, if you need me, let me know. I'm gonna be around. <laughs> Carol only walks on. Yeah, okay, I forgot some of the words. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's okay. He's, he's, he's not committed to singing yet. No. <laughs> Carol only nervous. walks on. I know. He says gruffly, you never, you never leave. <laughs> Carol doesn't sing. You never leave. <laughs> Damn right I don't. Using all his strength, he flings Geralt into a chair. He climbs up onto the table and starts tapping a knife in his wine glass. Give me a beat. <laughs> Give me the beat, boys, and free. No, no, no. no. That's a different song. That was middle school show choir. Were you in show choir with us? No. That was Karen. It was Karen. Ah. That was not it. That was one of the songs we sang in I'm, seventh grade. I know. As Why? The, as the only friend in the audience, I was like, Woo! Go to I love you! Good job! I don't know this song. He climbs under the table and starts tapping a knife to his wine glass. Song! Everyone! He calls. But he needn't have bothered. He's on the table, after all. Girl. Oh, no, it's... it's. I need a thing. Uh, okay. No, it's when you're at a wedding and you're like... That's not the song. <laughs> Kiss! <laughs> but he's like, I'm gonna sing! <laughs> Everyone look at me. I can't believe how bad that sounded. <laughs> I thought it was going to work. I don't have a knife. That was an assault to the ears. <laughs> Jesse's going to be so mad. Clank! The fuck was that? Don't worry about it. No, you can't use a real knife. You'll go all uh, Princess Tires and break the glass. Clank, 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 clank. No. Ugh. Back in it. We're at a wedding. We're at a wedding. Song! Yeah. Ever look at me! I'm going to sing! <laughs> Ah, oh, Braddy Bottom needs attention. <laughs> Carol, stare, Carol stares at him, lips pursed. He smirks, striding back the way he came to the sound of male cheering. He throws his glass God knows where, stepping purposefully onto the bride's lovely table. He throws someone, someone throws up his loot, which he somehow catches. <laughs> yep. Rockstar. That would happen in this movie. Carol, right. Carol gives him a look that undeniably says, don't you fucking dare. <laughs> he smiles. Yes. Fuck it. He gestures his whole body to Geralt in one movement. If you're all alone, he sings, letting his eyes shift over to Yennefer. When the pretty birds have thrown, honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. People cheer him. People cheer for him, except for Geralt. He looks like he's having an aneurysm. Yakiar smiles. Good. Letting his hips swing a bit. Embarrass him back to me. Embarrass him to me. I don't think that's going to work. No, not generally. Letting his hips swing a bit, he saunters down to the end of the table, eyes fixed on Geralt. They're at a wedding? Yes. Not their wedding. No. This is rude. (laughs) No. Yuck, here is the entertainment. So this is like the wedding band. This is him fully like carjacking this wedding. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I know I'm supposed to sing, but I'm going to do it for my reason. Yes. (laughs) Don't care about (laughs) y'all. I'll do my very best. It ain't no lie. He says, winking. Geralt grips the arms of his chair. Yeah, yeah. Never. <laughs> oh, come on, Geralt. Take a chance. <laughs> he launches himself into Geralt's lap, loot still in hand. Geralt catches him before tossing him off, because of course he does. Everyone else is up on their feet, somehow enjoying this. <laughs> he pulls Geralt out of the chair. How about dancing? Geralt goes to leave. We can walk. He throws an arm around the man, hauling himself up. Geralt catches him halfway, holding him under one arm. Yakir smiles lopsidedly, a little dizzy. 
Carol growls, putting him down. Yakir picks up his lute, stumbling a little. Listen to my singing? Geralt scowls, heading for the doors. Your talking is enough. He chases after him, swinging his lute <laughs> onto his shoulders. Get to know me better. Oh, no, what part is that? Um, get to get know me. Get to know you better. Oh, ah. there we go. <laughs> get to know me better. And as he does, Yennefer pulls Triss into her arms. Because you know I've got so much What's that I, I want to do. do? You're singing, the, you're singing the chorus over all. I know. I can't remember. What uh, part is this? Because um, you know I've got so much that I want to do. When I dream I'm alone with you, yeah. it's magic. Yeah. Triss goes, when I dream I'm alone with you, it's, it's magic. <laughs> they sing smiling. <laughs> They're just going to. Everyone just jump in with your ship. Yakir calls after Geralt. He's climbing down the rampart walls rather than using the castle gate. No, he thinks, not giving up now. Are you really going to leave me? Are you really going to leave me here? He calls, following after him. Geralt looks behind him, eyes wide. Yakir, go back. Not a chance. He shuffles along the wall, clinging for Dylan. Um, I really can't let go. Geralt climbs back onto the battlement, and barely a second passes before Yakir is hauled up, w- hauled up with him. Catching his breath, Yakir brings his loot back off his shoulders. If you're all alone, <laughs> <laughs> Carol rolls his eyes, walking off along, walking off along the battlements. Yakir walks after him, struggling to balance. For some fucking reason, a bunch of birds choose this moment to fly in front of his face, causing him to slip. Once again, he grips under the side of the ramparts for dear life. Geralt, please! He yells, still trying to sing because he's committed, damn it. Geralt runs back, perfectly balanced. Yuck, yeah, what the fuck? He finds a foothold and stares up at Geralt innocently. Take a chance on me! Geralt sighs, looking into the heavens. When I do my very best, and it ain't no lie. He knows the song. <laughs> Yakir almost falls because, holy shit, he's, he's singing. singing on his own free will. <laughs> Geralt, Geralt helps him up, holding onto his arms, and suddenly they're quite close. <laughs> Probably closer than necessary for a standard rescue of your friend. He stares up at Geralt sheepishly. Going to take a, like, going to take a chance? <laughs> Geralt slips, pull it at the corners. Mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then girl does, I, I don't have the baritone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the fucking Adam Driver garlic knots all over He doesn't again. even have that low of a voice. I think Geralt actually has a pretty low voice. And I think, and he does like this. Uh, Henry Cavill does have a, uh, Cavill has a pretty low, he has a regularly low voice. Yeah. But then I think his like Witcher voice is like, because it'll be like, he's like, young here. What are you doing? <laughs> Not like that because. Take a chance on me! Take a chance on me! Wait, what was the line he sang? Gonna do my, my very best. I'm like to doing. I'm like doing too evil. He doesn't seem like it would be a good singer though. <laughs> that would be all the more uh, endearing. And then Geralt does indeed take a chance on him with his lips. And maybe, just maybe, with his heart too. Nah. Yakir knew he had had that the whole damn time. And. Take a chance on me. I don't even know. Whose wedding was this? (laughs) Someone who will never hire Yakir ever again. Like, why not just have them be, like, out of boat? (laughs) Like, how it is in the movie. Because, no, they're not at the boat. It was during the wedding reception for not the wedding. Because the wedding didn't happen. Oh. But they still had the reception. No, the other wedding happened. (laughs) Yes, when when the mom and Sam got married. Didn't they start on a boat, though? No. I'm pretty, no, they did. They did. 
No. Yeah, it is. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Because she he jumped into the water to escape her. Yeah, and then they just like continue the song later. I don't know. Maybe the song wasn't happening. But, like, yes, but that happened. Yeah, that was... happened like hours later. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. There, I don't know. So it was nice because she like cr- climbed like a trellis. Yeah, she scaled a wall. <laughs> what a cast of characters. That right. Was so silly. <laughs> it did have the joy of Right, it really had the like serotonin nugget buried deep into it. It was singing for no reason. Gonna do my very best. Yes. Crack treated seriously. That was one of the tags. Yeah. And so it was like, right? Ah. So yes, that was the Mamma Mia. Take a chance on me, Witcher. I love it. (laughs) Just a little bit of fluff to get us through. Just keep us moving. Gonna do my very best. I'm not sure where this is going to cut in because we already have the outro stuff. So we'll just splice this wherever it makes sense. Maybe we can do like a record scratch. Just. No, I'm doing the like breaking news sound. Breaking news. Surprise. It's us from the future past. The past for you, the future for us. The future for the first time we uh, recorded this and the past for when you're listening to it. And the present for us currently. Time is a circle. And that's why time traveling shows are hard not to get uh... completely wrong. Yes. That's why we're not writers. Anyway, so no, the reason that we're doing this is at, at the time that we decided to do a Mamma Mia prompt, we did not know that there was only five Mamma Mia fan fictions that existed. Yes. <laughs> and that any of them would be... Uh, a good length. So to make up for what would have been a 20 minute episode, we're going to add on some bonus content. At a the end. two for one. Two for one. Woo. Uh, so I have to apologize to you, <laughs> my friend Claire, for trying to make you dive into theater tags because I also tried to dive into theater tags, but I also had the added bonus of having to find something that was less than a thousand words. <laughs> and so I was like, shit. Where do we go? Like, at least you had one. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> And I like theater, so like, this should have been fun for me. So You're educated on it. This should have been easy in <laughs> would, some ways. You would think. Okay, so my first instinct was to find something that you would know. Uh, so do you remember what you said? Fandom of the Opera. Which I could not have find anything. <laughs> that's because it's a perfect show true. and doesn't need fan That's not true. It's not that. Okay, so this is what I found when I went to Phantom of the Opera, uh, Less than a thousand words. Was it a Donald Trump fanfic? Because that's no. often what I find when I'm scraping the bottom of no, barrels. No, 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 no. It wasn't that. It was um the... So usually it would be like the first chapter of something that was planned to be much longer, but was posted either recently, so there was not more chapters, or they stopped after the first chapter and gave up. Yeah. And it would be like... John and Sherlock, but it's the exact plot of Phantom of the Opera. Correct. And so it would be like the opening. Do you remember? Have you seen Phantom of the Opera in a while? Yes. So like the opening scene is the auction and the chandelier yes. and it has nothing to do with Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Yep. So it would be like that chapter. Yes. This was my, else. That was my experience <laughs> with the Mamma Mia tag. Or like some, like some other, uh, I want to say there was like a Avatar one or like some, there was yep. like many other fandoms like jumping into the yep. exact plot line of Phantom of the Opera, but then it would not be interesting because it wouldn't actually get to the part about the Phantom. And I was yep. like, this is impossible. So then I was like, okay, let's try, what else is like a wholesome, um, like f- only fun movie, like in the spirit of Mamma Mia? Yes. And I was like, ah, uh, Sound of Music. Claire will know what that is. Yes. And I do, and, and similarly, there was just <laughs> Nothing there. There was nothing there that I could use that some was things are too pu- Some things are too pure. So then I started kind of going into random musicals. 
one of which was Little Shop of Horrors because I, I was that. like, that's a fun romp at least. Yes. And at the very least, it's like pretty easy to explain the concept. I have seen Little Shop of Horrors. And I'm not going to read you this one. I'm going to shout it out though because this is the other thing that happened. I'm not going to tell you what show I ended on, but I ended up uh, posting, like we post comments to see if we can get a hold of authors most yeah. on AO3 mostly because the inbox feature is not existent. <laughs> like, yes. You just get comments to your inbox. Um, and usually I will pick like two, maybe three, and I'll like only comment on two and see if one of the authors gets back to me and yep. like pick that one. Yep. And especially because like we heard from our editor about a week ago that we needed to pad this episode. I yep. was like, let me like comment on like four or so yeah just to see if anybody gets back to me yep. and then all four of them got back to me and i was no. like that, this never happened <laughs> no and so i heard back from this person even though i'm not gonna read this maybe i'll save it in my back pocket for later but it was um you know how there's like th- the three um muses they're not muses but yeah they're muses <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like do up girl muses they're like the supremes mixed with the muses from hercules yeah, yeah, yeah um and there was a really cute like 700 800 word fan fiction about them as like the final girls of little shop of horrors <laughs> because they survive yeah. <laughs> and they're the only ones and i was like you know what this is a great concept yes. i might say that in my back pocket for later but that was um by an author called blue stocking baby so if you want to look that up it's called look out look out shangalang <laughs> It's a really quick read, but I ended up finding something else. Uh, do you have any guesses as to what other show I might have found that I think was better than Little Shop of Horrors? I will give you a hint. It's more related to Mamma Mia. Um, <laughs> Book of Mormon only because of the travel aspect? <laughs> they were on location? Yeah. No, it's not Book of Mormon. No, and actually, maybe, you don't know, okay. Do, did you know that they made... The movie Mean Girls into a musical. I did. <laughs> I did. And famously, who plays Karen in Mean Girls the movie? Amanda Seyfried. Amanda Seyfried, who also is the star of the movie Mommy. In the Venn diagram of life. It is that one person. So I was like, you know what I could do is look up fan fiction from specifically the musical Mean Girls. I love it. Which also there's fan fiction about the movie Mean Girls. I don't know what distinctifies them but yeah we're here now so i found quite a variety of things in the under 1000 words i don't know if people just like wanted to write short things for mean girls i'm also not going to read this one but there was a very cute um oh because i wanted karen to be in them because oh, yeah, that's yeah, amanda yeah, 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 yeah. character karen smith there was a very cute one that was shipping her there's a 30 percent <laughs> chance it's already raining i know i thought there was gonna be more inserts of words than she says there's a little bit but there is one uh where it was shipping her and caddy katie yeah baby. who uh she was trying to tutor her and they're actually girlfriends so like it was like oh like let's study because you're gonna fail math and she was like well we could make out <laughs> Which I thought was very cute. Um, I'm going to skip on that one, but that one is uh, called An Attempt to Study by Pan is Fetch. <laughs> so thank you, Pan is Fetch. They also allowed me to read it. Um, but I'm not going to read three 500-word fan fictions because then I'm going to be over my thousand words. So See, I'm, that was the yeah. same problem with Mamma Mia too, as well. <laughs> I know. It was a tough time. So what I'm actually going to read you is two different, very short ones. The first one is called True Friends, uh, which is by Perfectly Loud Bouquet the number two, Perfectly Loud Bouquet 2, and it is a Karen Smith Gretchen Wieners fic. Good. <laughs> Summary is, Gretchen wants to come out to Karen, but she's afraid of how she'll react. Karen will not know what she's saying. Because Gretchen has some real obsessed <laughs> with a woman energy. She does. She does. So. 
says chapter one, it's the only chapter. Gretchen was sitting on her bed, back against the headboard. Her attention was lost on her phone. Karen was lying down next to her, her feet at Gretchen's head, staring at the ceiling. Do you ever feel like a character who's always having a hard time in their show? <laughs> Karen paused as she searched for the right words. Like if they got parodied on a different show, or someone writes some sweet fanfic about them, where good stuff happens, do you feel happy for them? Like the characters are aware that they're getting a reprieve from their terrible lives and they're safe, so they have a chance to relax before they have to go back. <gasps> this is what's happening. Karen is self-aware. <laughs> Gretchen looked up from her phone. That doesn't apply for real celebrities when they get parodied. Why would that apply for characters? Because they're fictional, duh. Duh. <laughs> Karen's just having a time. Gretchen blinked. Karen looks directly at the camera. Yeah, that's that's what she is. She's that character that's so dumb that she's self-aware. And I think she is like that in this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. My favorite. <laughs> my favorite. This show is actually legitimately really good. I've heard. Um, like Mean Girls, uh, the movie is campy in that it's like doing everything sincerely and it's really good but it's also over the top and so it's yeah, yeah, funny yeah. in like both of those levels the show is a little bit more self-referential yes but it's not doing it in a way that's like Ugh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and we get it we get it this is the movie mean girls and um the scene where uh i'm a mouse duh yeah <laughs> the sexy <laughs> halloween scene karen walks out on stage with like nothing on stage like it's just like the curtain and the backdrop and she's in her little like dress yeah she comes out on stage and stands in the direct middle and goes i uh she sings it obviously but she's like if i could have one wish it would be for every day to be halloween and then she's like and then also have world peace wait maybe world peace should come first and then she goes i'm gonna start again and leaves <laughs> and then comes back and starts the song she's in a musical it's very fun and it works because she's just so dumb that's karen anyway okay gretchen blinked wondering how after all these years karen's non sequitur still managed to leave her speechless finally she took a deep breath and put her phone face down on the bedspread it was now or never karen yeah say it gretchen thought say it out loud then whatever happens at least it's over but she couldn't speak karen lifted her head and looked at gretchen she was looking at the bedspread but she clearly wasn't seeing it. Knowing her best friend had a tendency to get lost in her head, Karen got up and sat next to Gretchen. She grabbed her hand and put her head on her shoulder. The girl sat in silence. Karen knew that Gretchen would talk when she was ready. Karen? Her voice was a whisper. Mm-hmm. She heard Gretchen take a breath. I think... I'm gay. Karen swallowed back her immediate first response of, And? knowing that now probably wasn't the time. She'd known Gretchen was gay for almost as long as they'd known each other, so she'd had time to plan the best, most fitting response. Karen wrapped her into a bear hug and squeezed her tightly. She heard Gretchen choke back a sob, and in response, she rocked her side to side gently. Gretchen started giggling, which turned into full-on laughter. Karen rubbed Gretchen's arm, pleased with her goofiness, or pleased her goofiness had had the desired effect. It's the rule of two, Karen said. Gretchen smiled, well aware of Karen's rule of two. How so? So the rule of two is this, like, smart, dumb thing that Karen does in the show where she's talking about, like, how people have dualities. Oh. <laughs> like, you can be, um, like, dumb at boys and smart at math. Or, oh, like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, be yeah. Uh, nice to your friends and mean to other people. <laughs> like, that's sure, like, the rule. Sure, sure. But she calls it the rule of twos, and sometimes it's it's usually very dumb things. Good. <laughs> like this. You're gay and amazing. You're brave and smart. You're beautiful and kind. She took Gretchen's hand again. You're discovering new things about yourself and you're the same old awesome person you've always Aww. been. I know! It got me really good! Gertrude squeezed Karen's hand, her eyes filling with tears again. You're so smart, Karen. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I 
just thought that was really cute. They hurt. Yeah, and it brought in stuff from the show, and that made me happy. So, yes. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so thank you, Perfectly Loud Bouquet 2. When I asked if I could read this on the show, they said, of course, praise it, roast it, whatever you want to do. <laughs> thank you. I love it. <laughs> and I couldn't roast it because it was perfect. <laughs> And I loved it. Uh, and so that is the... Th- guess what? These are all gay. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. Everything. Well, everything I found with Karen was gay. Maybe there's some something straight going on somewhere in this fandom, but there's so many women that I'm like, what would what would even happen? Uh, something straight this way comes. There's two men and one of them is canonically gay, so... <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, and, the, uh, and the other one in real life is gay. Yes. So... <laughs> They see they would just be gay together. So right. what? No, not not gonna happen. All right, the second one uh, that I'm gonna read is also very short. It is called "Something Is Wrong with This Picture" by Man with a Minivan, and it is a <laughs> Regina George, Janice Sarkeesian. <gasps> Lebanese. Which I, okay, so wait, so I saw a thing on a comment that I was like mind blown. Ah, uh, so <laughs> literally. I would like had a moment. So there's a theory that someone came up with that the reason uh, Regina started a rumor about Janice being a lesbian is because she didn't know what Lebanese was. Like she heard Janice was Lebanese and was like, Janice is a lesbian. (laughs) As like a seventh grader, which like 100% tracks. That would happen. I was like, that's so fucking funny if we did that on purpose. Oh man, I don't know if they did because then I, it makes me think of that vine where I, I'm a lesbian. I thought you were American, <laughs> which I don't know if that's what that joke is about. <laughs> oh man, but it got me really good. <laughs> All right, yeah. So this is uh, something is wrong with this picture. Uh, summary: The plastics take Katie to the mall, and something happens that Katie tries to wrap her head around. Chapter one. It's the only chapter. Katie walked behind the three plastics. Gretchen was talking with some girl, and Regina was obviously displeased about something. Karen was twirling her hair absentmindedly and chiming in every now and then with questions. It was an interesting dynamic. The girl seemed to be ice cold, speaking like gossiping robots who only knew how to humiliate, shame, and destroy. Katie, I'm going to buy you some shoes. Um, why? Because you need more. More? Katie asked, confused. More is always better. Regina suddenly stopped, making all of them jump back slightly. The blonde turned, her eyes clearly locked on something. Someone. Regina cleared her throat, surprisingly not grabbing the attention of the entire mall. Hey, Sarkeesian, where'd you get those shoes? Lesbians are us? Katie turned to see Janice, tying a Cinnabon apron as she tried to walk. She stopped when she heard the last part. Slowly, she turned and dropped her hands. Ah, Regina, what's wrong? Jealous of them? Gretchen and Karen didn't seem to be paying attention. The two of them standing off to the side, talking about something else. Something was off. Shouldn't this be a huge thing? Janice had wanted Katie to infiltrate the plastics, to spy on them telling her how much she despised Regina George, though she almost always laughed and there was no bite to her words. I could never be jealous of someone who wears that much eyeliner, Regina quipped a small smirk on her face. Janice came closer, cocking her head slightly. I think you're forgetting your little goth phase? What was it, sixth grade? Ah, yes, all black clothing, thicker eyeliner than I have now, and I even vaguely remember a tumbler. Oopsies. (laughs) (laughs) Katie Katie held back a laugh, still confused at what the hell was happening. Was this a common occurrence? Are insults just being thrown back and forth constantly? Oh, shut up. Why don't you make me? Regina rolled her eyes, clearly annoyed, but there was a vague smile growing on her face. Mm, you sound awfully confident for someone who works in a Cinnabon, Regina said, adjusting part of the apron Janice was wearing. Oh, so I guess you don't want me to give you any more? I see how it is. 
Oh, give you any anymore. That makes more sense. Cinnabons. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Oh, so I guess you don't want me to give you any anymore? I see how it is. Of course I want them. Don't be stupid. Janice smiled. Look who broke first. Regina groaned. Of course I did. Can't you ha- I can't have you threatening to take away my sweets. She leaned in and gave Janice a quick kiss before the brunette what? turned to Katie. <laughs> Hi, Katie. See you tomorrow. And with that, she turned and walked off, leaving Katie behind, confused as ever. Wait, what? Gretchen set her phone down for a second. They're girlfriends, Katie. Keep up. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'm Katie, and I also don't know what's going on. I love that, though. That's why I liked it. I was like, oh, I didn't see that coming. That was funny. They're I don't Lebanese. Think I, even, I don't think I even read the, like, pairing. <laughs> it's just like, wait a minute. Pause. Rewind. Rewind. Oh, what? Who are we? They're Lebanese. That's like, why. I could 100,000% see two lesbians fighting in a mall, like, yes. <laughs> over Cinnabon. Uh, yes. And what I commented, I haven't heard learned... I haven't learned more about these others because, again, quick turnaround time. But when I asked who read this one, they just said, uh, yeah, go for it. <laughs> so Love it. Thank you, man with the minivan, for letting me quickly read your tiny fix about Mean Girls Lesbians. <laughs> I loved it. Yay! So that's what I found. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, see? I was like, there's plenty of good stuff to be had. It's just, you know, a lot of... A lot of amuse-bouches. Yes. Can't make a full meal. No. A lot of good tastes. Little tastes. I could do a full uh, two-hour episode of Tiny Tiny Theater Fix. T- a tasting menu. Yes, a tasting menu of different dumb theater stuff. There you go. That I'm sure I will find at some point. If you want that, stop it. <laughs> You're wrong. It's a bad idea. You gotta eat lunch. Gotta eat lunch. <laughs> or at least comment five stars on our Apple our Apple podcast page. And then maybe we'll write it for you. Or maybe we'll do it. We'll see. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Alright, uh, with that, uh, either cut us out now and seamlessly transition back to the main episode, or take it back to the past. Ooh. Opposite uh, record scratch. Uh, <laughs> Does that sound like a record? <laughs> No, it sounded so perfectly like a reverse record scratch. <laughs> yes! I feel like, like I feel like if Josie reversed it, probably sounds just like it sounds like music. <laughs> it's like you know when you listen to things played backwards and it really sounds weird. It yeah. was like, wow, you did that. I feel like I could talk backwards if I tried, but I, I don't want to try though. <laughs> okay, back to us in the past. This makes me feel like now I need to give you hmm. uh, something that'll make you impossibly happy. Ooh. For our... There's quite a few things. Yes. <laughs> and I feel like in the realm of Broadway musicals, because mm. we've, we've talked a lot, we've talked a lot about... How stupid musicals about are. how stupid these musicals are. But I know that when you say oh, a we've figure, already done cats, we've already done cats. <laughs> that really gives me a lot of time. And it's like you're a person who loves musicals. Yes. And uh, so they really as much as you my youth. Yeah. So as much as you're talking shit about them, it comes from a place of love. <laughs> yeah, I roast them because I love them. <laughs> exactly. So what I think you should do for the fic you bring me is a wicked. Oh my god. <laughs> Yes. A wicked fanfic. Yes! <laughs> I knew. <laughs> I knew. Some unbridled joy Ew. is what I feel like Ew. we need to bring back into this fa- into this podcast. Uh-huh. Just <laughs> earnest joy. Yes, I'm into this. This is going to be stupid. 
But that's why I think it'll be good. I think, okay, this will be a fun time. Cool. Okay, well, that's what's happening next week. I hope you stick around. Uh, you can uh, follow us on so many places. We also have DMs open in case you want to send us a fic or uh, just say hi. We are on Twitter at Fine Pairings Pod, on Tumblr, TikTok, and Instagram at Fine Pairings Podcast, and all of those things are available to chat or send us recommendations or uh, really whatever. <laughs> you can. Uh, we have a lot of weird stuff, right? Uh, if you find you also, if you have a fic that you have read or that you have written that you really want us to read on, just in general or for the podcast, you can email us at findpairingspodcast at gmail If it's a longer fic, please tell us which chapter we should read specifically because maybe at, give us the context and maybe give us a little <laughs> bit of context so that you will be most likely to hear these suggestions. If you do as we say, because, uh, you know... There's one we got in season one that Claire is still working through because it's like 120,000 words. And Claire's like, I, like, I do like this, yes, but I don't know very, which chapter to pick. It's very it's very good, but... So if you don't give us context, it's going to yeah. take seven more years. For yes, us it's very it. good. It's just that my struggle is I also want to read... Uh, I'm trying to read actual books as well. You're doing many things simultaneously. I'm doing a lot of stuff. I'm also being an adult, living taxes, you know, like you insurance... Do. Probably. And then we would are really always asking for five-star reviews on our Apple Podcasts. And if you keep leave us... Keep us on the charts. Right. Keep us on the charts. Help other people find us because that's all part of the Apple Podcast algorithm. And if you leave us a five-star review, you can take a screenshot of that and either email it to us or DM us on any of the social media sites that we listed. And you can request Grace or I to write a 500 star personal fanfic for you. 500 word? 500 stars. (laughs) So many. That is a high expectation. (laughs) I don't know if my writing is up to that. I only have enough writing to have 500 stars. (laughs) 500 words. And uh, you might hear it on a bonus episode or or in our season finale. Yes. And if that is not enough for you, we also have a Patreon where... uh, uh, the money that you donate to us gets you uh, two bonus episodes, not of this podcast exactly, but a very uh, similar alternate dimension <laughs> version of this podcast yes. where all we read is smut. <laughs> and you can do that at $5 or more a month, and that helps support us in this podcast as well as the Patreon, which is called Semen Cream. You can get the links for that in all of our bios and down below in the show notes, as well as at patreon.com slash fine pairings podcast. That's everything. Yep. No, <laughs> you're so hot, teasing me. No, just you think you're pretty cute, but I can't like you, boy like you, boy like you. Can I take it? It's something I wouldn't do. Was. I want that sort of sexuality when I'm older. When you're 50, you're gonna be yeah. you're gonna be pulling 20 year old hot boys. Yes. <laughs> These spinster years better like pay out and being like the hottest. You're of saving up your sexual energy. Capacity. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna turn in all my tokens at once. Go to Greece and fuck 20 cabana boys. <laughs> Bye. Hashtag the dream. Bye. Cut all of that out. <laughs> Leave it in.